I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Marcus, there's only one place to start this week. Oh, 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 yes! Once upon a time, Marcus, Jonathan Wolf drafted a player in the following game week. That player was injured. We thought that would be the ultimate curse of Wolf. We were wrong. Sometime later, Jonathan Wolf drafted a player whilst he was watching a match. And seven minutes later, that player was struck down by the curse of Wolf. We thought that was the ultimate curse of Wolf, but we were wrong. The other week, Jonathan Wolf himself was struck down by illness. And we thought that would be the ultimate curse of Wolf, but we were wrong. A global pandemic, Marcus, the ultimate <laughs> curse of Wolf. He's done it just as if he's infecting every single player he signed wasn't enough. If himself wasn't enough, he's done it on a global scale. We're all on lockdown. Marcus, I can think of no better way to start the show. So why don't we get on with it? Bradley, are you having a draft? Sure, are Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a very special episode for you today, not just for obvious reasons, but we are joined by, I think, the most amount of drafters we have ever had on Are You Having a Draft? So one by one, why don't we get them to introduce themselves, Marcus? That's a very good idea. Um, who have we got first? Hello, hello, this is Yare Jake Bafume, a.k.a. the Cerebral Assassin. I am 13th. Good afternoon, boys. Daniel Mantle here, manager of Mental Dandies. I am currently fourth. Peter Everall of Evil FC and line in sixth place. Hi, Andy O'Neill here, manager of Lady Online FC, currently eighth in the draft. Hi, Matthew Melalu here. I'm the manager of Malulu's FC and I'm currently first place in the draft. Hello, it's Nicholas Morgan, manager of Supermarket Sweepers and currently second. Matt Brummett, 11th, manager of Super Keen Bromaticos. Phil Kearns, Ginge New Messi, currently in 12th. Hi, fellas. Neil Dutton, manager of Pipe Dreamers FC, 
currently third, I think, but it's been a long time since I checked the table. Hi there, sports fans. This is Johnny Wolf, manager of Fairytale Erotica. And I'm currently in fifth place. Would have been third if the uh, COVID-19 hadn't struck. (laughs) Classic Wolf. Gentlemen, good afternoon. What a pleasure it is to have you all. Thank you. Hello. Hello, Bradley. Hello, Marcus. Good to see you all, boys. Nice to have a little manager's meeting. Hello, Matt. Hello, Nick. Hello. No, not Wolf. I'm not saying hello to you. (laughs) Hello, Andy. All right, Dutz. Mantle. Marcus, I don't know if you remember us talking about this the other week. But we came off the back of a winter break game week saying it had been the longest game week in history. Yes. I was thinking about that. When we talked the other day and arranged this, I was thinking we're going to have to mention that because this has been the longest time ever. The longest game week in history. I mean, we're probably going to have to go back to World War II times, I think, before you get a a game week that's been suspended for as long. So, boys, let's ask the first question. Let's say the Premier League scrapped the season. We've got a few variables on what might happen to this season because nobody knows what's going to happen in the current climate. This is unprecedented territory. No one's been here before. We don't know how this sorts itself out. So the variables on what could happen to the Premier League season, there's quite a few. How would you like to see the Premier League solve this conundrum that we have? Yare, let's start with you. (laughs) I wonder what his answer might be. (laughs) (laughs) You'd love the season to be null and void, wouldn't you, Andy? Yeah. Typical Evertonian, man. We could have won at your ground as well. I think they should play twice a week. There's only, what, nine, ten games left? Nine games, right? Play twice a week. When? Twice a week, twice, three times a week. You can play Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Done. You can have the league. You play three times. You can have the league done in three weeks, wrapped up. Or you what? Can have this week? In, well, not this week. Well, not for another. I'd, I'd say it should be. I think it should might start back again in June. If you're playing Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yes, three times a week, hundred percent. It could be done. No, it can't be done. Yes. How? No, stop that. No, three times a week. Not a bother. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what that's what they all got big squads for. I think that's a good point, Yare. But the thing is, with the with how it's all working, when do you think they'd be able to train, or when do you think they'll be able to start training from? Right. So if we look to start back in June. I'd say the last two weeks of May, maybe week and a half of May. Let's not forget these lads have their own personal programs and their own at their own houses, their million dollar mansions, being able to train. Simple as that. It's not hard. These boys are quite naturally fit. They wouldn't need two weeks, three weeks just to get back up to speed. They've, they've all been going to sign their own programs, their own. They've got their own caterers. They've got their own nutritionists. This is not a problem. They could play three times a week easy. All they need is a week and a half training, and then back out on the pitch. Play three times a week. You don't need to train. You only get fit by playing games. Easy as that. Thank you, Captain Yare. Nicholas Morgan, what do you think on the subject? It's got to finish. You cannot. You cannot void the season. It has to finish regardless. I think they would have to work the schedule regardless. And basically, Yare's probably not too far off. Maybe three games a week is a bit heavy. I think he's coming from the point that he just wants to get the season done and dusted now. And he knows Liverpool can rotate through the squads. But it's regardless, it's got to finish. Andy O'Neill, should we get the uh, opposing, opposing view from an Everton fan? How would you like to see the season uh, dealt with? Oh, I think it would be immoral to think about um, finishing the Premier League at a time like this. 
such global crisis going on. I think uh, football needs to take a back seat for a while. I'm actually <laughs> joking. I think um, in reality, I've, I'm torn hugely over this because on the one hand, I'm missing the Premier League so much. I've got all this time in my life now. I just don't know what to do. There's, a, there's an empty void of Gary Neville's screaming little voice that's missing in my life at the moment. But there comes this inevitable horror show that I'm not really emotionally prepared for when it does resume. So I don't really know what to wish for, to be honest. How about you, Pete? Well, um, as ever, I look to the, the Germans as an example in this situation. And I, as, as ever. As ever. As ever. Um, so I think we should adopt uh, the, the approach the Bundesliga's just taken. Which is? But the, the, what they've done, which I think is brilliant, is it's essentially the big four teams in the Bundesliga have uh, raised a fund. They've all contributed to a fund, which they're giving to the other teams in the league to help them during, financially during this um Are you, are you saying you want us to be so, German? <laughs> I'm saying, uh, basically, if we were to take the, the Germans' approach, um, that would be Mal, Nick, Neil and Mantle chipping in for a little kitty for the rest of us. <laughs> what about finishing the season? Yeah, we should finish the season. Um, I think to build on Yare's point of three times a week, that would make game week captain choices very uh, very interesting and could ultimately uh, influence a lot of chopping and changing in the league positions if we were to finish it. Very well. Daniel Mantle? Yeah, he's got to finish 100%. For me, you've got um, you've got the championship. For me and Pete, we've got the championships to think about as well. Good point. Uh, Forest are in uh, a position to get promoted into the Premier League for the first time in 20 years, and Stoke got a chance of getting relegated to League One. So <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see that happen too. <laughs> uh, but on a Premiership point of view, I don't think it's necessary to have three games a week, as there's no pressure in the summer to finish it that quickly. I think two two times a week would be suffice to finish in it in good time for them to have the two week break and then back to next season in August. How about you, Johnny Wolf? Uh, I guess you just have to see th- how things go. Um, lives are more important than football, so if you can finish the season, <laughs> then obviously that's good. But I think you have to see how things go. I think that I'm a Villa fan. And obviously, Villa are in the relegation zone, but we have a game in hand. So, if we get up to parity with all the uh, games, then there might have to be maybe a payoff for the uh, relegation zones teams. But yeah, I don't know. They might have to somehow reduce the amount of games, but I don't know how that would work. But I doubt it would be possible to get all 10 or 11 games in and to start the season on time. Mm. Matthew Medley, how about yourself? There are a few things to think about here. I'm top of the league, so naturally stopping everything now would benefit me in a draft situation. However, I think it needs to be finished if we can. Uh, I'm also a United supporter, so (laughs) the fact that Liverpool haven't quite got it yet is uh, very important. I think the big issue is that a lot of clubs will suffer. If they don't fulfil the TV rights, they have to hand back something silly like £700 million in revenue. For me, what I think needs to happen is they need to go through this lockdown period, get a week's worth of training in, and then I think we should start playing behind closed doors. At least get them on TV. Two a week sounds possible. Three a week, maybe a bit too much. 
and then when it seems safer for everyone to be going to matches again, then we can finish the season hopefully on a high. You know, football's a great unifier and it's going to bring the country back together in the way that the English um, performance in the last World Cup really brought everyone together. I want this summer to be a celebration of sport. We've lost the Olympics. Maybe we push the the football season toward the end of summer and and that brings everyone back together again. Well... On behalf of all the other drafters, mate, we'd like to thank you for interrupting the recording of the remake of Big Break to join us. Mate, it's a pleasure. I like to make a little effort for the uh, the managers' conference. That, and I'm uh, I'm planning on taking Leighton Baines out for dinner later just to make sure he's okay. And I might go out for a quick game of snooker. Snooker is actually a pretty good game for social distancing because you could stay about uh, two metres apart from your opponent at any given time. It's one of the best, I would say. And dogs. Well, you could, but you'd, there's a lot of touching of the, the tables. Balls. I was going to say, they are never clean. That's true. There's <laughs> a lot of touching the table, a lot of like breathing on it. A lot of <laughs> breathing on it. The way you I play, do mate. relay races. Do the old Ronnie the Rocket sweating all over the place. The important thing to learn here, boys, is you've got to clean your balls. <laughs> Here's a question for you, chaps. Let's say, for whatever reason, they suddenly just... Dis- Decided that that was it. They were they were not going to play any more games of this current season. This leads us onto our predicament. What do we do about our season? I think whatever happens in the Premier League is probably something that we would have to replicate in our draft. And because obviously, as everyone's new favourite word is unprecedented, as this is an unprecedented thing, would it mean that Liverpool win the title, or would it mean that it's null and void? Our draft season. This is a question for you, Marcus. Which would you go for with regards to our draft season? Ah, oh, we cut. For me, like the Premiership, I think it needs to finish. So I think our season needs to finish. And I think if it finished now, then I think Matthew Melalu, as he's top of the league, should take the title as it stands. Let's go to Nicholas Morgan. Yeah. How do you feel <laughs> the season should Straight end? Straight to end right now. Did Marcus just say that? <laughs> fucking hell I'm sure we're all in agreement right the competition is still open it's all to play for (laughs) guys in the bottom three all to play for there's a bit of a tussle I think Jonathan Wolfe will probably have something to say for it because he is absolutely burning up the places Uh, but we're saying one point behind Mantle before this struck Mantle had a season stops they play no more games what do you? How does the season end for us, Nick? If there are well, no we, more games played in this we'll season, we'll have to we'll have to get into a ring, like a wrestling ring, and we'll have to fight it out. There's, nah, there's, there's only, only one way. way. Yeah, mate, I'm winning Stupid. that fight. Super Mario Kart. I'm fighting Yare. I beat the absolute bejesus earlier, and then I'll eat you alive. <laughs> mate, I would knock. The, there isn't a single I, one of you could take me on. So good luck. I, I think Dutch yeah, I'm that quick and nily, mate. Quick and nily. I'll I'll sit this, on you, bud. This turned into a who's hard competition real quick okay Daniel Mantle the season stops today they're playing no more games what do we do he'd be delighted I would be delighted to be fair I I still think I've got a chance at podium Wolf will slow down like Pete they give it all that Am I not saying the question clear? Sorry, clearly yeah, my bad. Just... I do think we should mimic what the Premier League does. However, I don't know. I don't. What do you do between Nick and Mel? The, the season I won, it was a clear winner. With these two, I mean, I think they're two front runners that do deserve a game of Mario Kart. If that, if that was to happen. 
Peter Everill. I think we've got four options. We can leave it as it is. Uh, so basically, current standings is how we end, finish the season. So Mel would be champion, Yare would be bottom. That would be one. We could void it, so we could just forget about this season and uh, go on to next. We could go off my algorithm, is the third option. Or the fourth, we could use the, the form of the previous few games to predict the uh, the results of the, the last 10 games remaining. We're absolutely not going off your algorithm. That's a load of bollocks. Definitely not Pete's algorithm. Option two, please. Pete, have you crunched the numbers to see what the form was for the last few games and what that would do for the next 10? No, I haven't, but I might do because I've got a bit of time on my hands now. Good boy. Yeah. Bit of homework. Glad. Andy O'Neill. I think Pete's options are interesting. I would discount the one about the algorithm because the algorithm is basically things that Pete thinks got <laughs> written down. Exactly. It's a biased algorithm. I think our drafts, what, what happens to our drafts has got consequences for next season. So it, whoever wins gets a star, they get ceremonially appreciated and get the honour of winning the draft. And then consequently, whoever's bottom gets the shame of having to cater and even the wooden spoon. And those things are all really good fun and all have a bearing on next season and, and uh, what we do in the summer as well. For now, we're not tied into the uh, 750 million TV rights conundrum that the Premier League are. So we have a bit more freedom than they do to choose. I think in this circumstance, I'd go for, let's just call it where we are now. And Mel would win and the bottom three are the bottom three. Jonathan Wolf. Well, you got to see what happens. I think that probably I'd say you'd have to finish the season as it is. But of course, you've got to see what happens in the uh, Premier League. If it hadn't been stopped, I was surging, surging, surging. And I definitely would have overtaken Mantle and Dutt, potentially challenging for second. If the Premier League stopped, then I think you just have to go on the current uh, places. And so Melu should be champion, yeah. And it's not like there's one point in it. He's got a hefty lead. Melody, have you answered this question yet? I don't think you have, have you? I have not answered this question. Far away, Paul. Obviously, I'm the most biased member of the group when it comes to what we do if the Premier League decide to cut it off and keep things as they are or make it null and void. The Premier League, there's the question of fairness. Everyone has to play everyone else. That's how the teams work. Everyone plays each other twice. With the draft, we aren't a specific team. We've picked an eclectic mix of players from all different teams. Therefore, they don't need to play each other twice. Wherever it stops is where it lands. It's not a case of trying to make sure they all get the same amount of games. We've picked players who've had an equal chance and everyone is on parity as far as that's concerned. So, yep, if they cut it off, then it stops where it stops and the standings of the last game week are the result. I would like to see it to the end. But that's the fact of life. For some reason, Melu, your answer made it seem like you thought about this conundrum the most. Don't know <laughs> what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, having heard the viewpoints of our fellow drafters, I have to say I'm in agreement with one or two of them. I, I kind of feel that were the season to finish there and then, I think we would be bound to the league table as it stands and to wipe away the efforts of all the drafters this season would seem somewhat frivolous. What I would say is that we would have to let Yare off of the, I think it's a hundred pound fine, might even be 200 pounds for not breaking the thousand point barrier. He's seven points away. The season is stopped short. 
I think you'd have to think that in those nine games, he could possibly make up those seven points to get him over a thousand. Who knows? <laughs> it seems pretty bad, but we probably have to let him off that bind. That being said, I feel I'm in a, agreement with many a drafter. We we probably have to crown Matthew Melalu and give him his first ever draft title. Don't all cheer at once. I think one thing <laughs> that is clear. <laughs> I completely agree with what you just said. But like the Premier League, if it was to finish now, I think we can all agree that it is tainted. So if anyone was to win either the Premier League or the draft, it is with some... It's not like really winning it, is it? It's something less than that, I would say. (laughs) Of course you'd say absolute blue nonsense. Tell you what, boys, I'll come up with a compromise for you. If it stops right now and I'm crown champion, what you should do is put two stars next to my name one that I've won and the other one's an asterisk just to say, you know, it was something weird happened, a bit of a caveat. And I'll, I'll live with the two stars. Bill, I've got a question for you, mate. What is it? Premier League decide to finish the season as is. Yeah. What do we do in terms of our draft season? Well, I mean, everyone's played the same game, so probably just keep it as it is. That's it. Mm, straight to the point. I mean, Yari's never getting out last. I mean, who's in first? Mate, Shut you, up, you've got, man. You've got a pathetic team, mate. Um, the chap at the top is it the top? Melu Melu will win I'll come second last that's it I guess overall just to be clear the most important places are top and last right so yeah. any, anyone going like oh, but I want to come third or whatever that's pathetic anyone who thinks <laughs> first is the only one that counts and then last is, last counts second as much so that's it that's what I think Matthew Brummett how do you feel about this subject? I think that we've got to put the health of, of people at first so I don't know what that means in practice. But I think if we just all clap Mel now because he's top, but I don't think it should be an official title win. I think that's what, when I was outside clapping the NHS the other night, I was also partly clapping for Mel, to be honest. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I am a key worker. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh, like I do with the Premier League, I think you just you just write it off as a, as a kind of questionable season and you uh, and we just get, go back fresh next season. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I still believe I can win. Um, so, <laughs> Mate, you still believe you can win season two. 
Erotica fans want to see the season finished. Also, I've got Leroy Sané on a 13 game week at the moment, so he's going to smash it. Ooh. Yeah, well, yeah. here's another issue, chaps. All of a sudden, people's decisions on certain players, not mentioning any names, but have suddenly... <laughs> oh, I got rid of Harry Kane! <laughs> but suddenly there's been a hell of a backlash. The decisions that were made with no prediction of coronavirus coming around and sweeping through the league. But Mantle's entire team will be fit soon. Apart from yeah. Hudson. <laughs> Pogba still won't play. I was going to say Mark and Paul Pogba. I, I read on Teletext earlier that uh, Solskjaer is going to play Sergio Romero up front for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a bold statement. I think um, Pogba's played his last United game. That's not a wow. bold statement. Ooh. That's a metallic statement, mate. Well, he's got two years left on his contract and potentially eight more game weeks, so it's still reasonably bold, but I think he's he's done. Wearing the Juve shirt for his home training session the other day, if Fergie was in charge, that's him sold the next day. Mm. You, you got any man. bold statements for us, Johnny? Yeah. I mean, Ashley Barnes could be back soon. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have done with Bradley that and got rid of Son Heung-min like, when, he thought, when I thought he was out for the season. But I thought, nah, Son's a fucking lad. He's going to come back for the last few games. Anyway, even without this break, it sounded like Kane was going to come back for the last five games or something anyway. So you jumped, jumped the gun. Sometimes you've got to do sit with pure good players on your bench that aren't playing with the hope that they're going to come back and get you some points. You foresaw coronavirus and that's why you held on to Hingman's son, was it? No, no, no. It's just because he's son and he's just, well, he, he played the whole game with a broken arm and then had to go and get surgery. But I thought he'll probably be back for a good few games at the end. Anyway, I thought, I did think, who cares? But I thought I was turning the corner. You know what I mean? The last, the last couple of months, I've been like doing much better. So you've you've not moved a place in twelve months. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't moved a place, but I was much further behind. How's Mantlewire's held on to pop all <laughs> season? Brummett, mate, is Brummett here? Yeah, I'm lurking. He might agree with this because uh, I think it got mentioned in the WhatsApp. Literally anything that I look at when Pogba's going to be back, he's going to be back here. I don't know. Start of Feb, he's injured. Start of March, he's injured. Mm. And it gets to a point where I get him out, he's going to come back, isn't he? Straight away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah no, I, symp- I sympathise with Mantle there. I think there's a lot of it where if you've got a player, like you said, in hindsight, it's easy to say, oh, well, he's been out for the rest of the season. But if, if you've got Pogba's back in two game weeks yeah. and, you, and you ship him off for Yakanabash or some shit Brighton midfielder, like you're going to look like an absolute goon, aren't you? And they, this is this is the problem. Is you've got Loris that was out for six months or whatever. Harry Kane, you know, I sort of agree with Bradley to get rid of Harry Kane, but anything that I looked at, Paul Pogba was coming back in two weeks. Well, thank you very much, chaps. That all seems pretty, well, it doesn't seem unanimous, but when it comes down to it, it feels like everyone will be hard-pressed not to hand the trophy over to Melalu, no matter what happens. But I tell you what, Marcus, at least this whole coronavirus thing, which obviously we don't know what effect it's going to have on this season, in football or in life in general, but at least this didn't happen in 2016. Oh, thank God it didn't happen in 2016. Leicester has never been the same since. And if we if it hadn't had happened, God knows what would have happened. We've what been robbed toward- one of the greatest seasons in football history, whereas this year not too many people will be that devastated. A lot of people no. in Liverpool will be devastated. <laughs> I think- the blue side of Liverpool will be absolutely ecstatic. <laughs> half of half of Liverpool will be absolutely gutted. The rest of the country will be like, meh, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, 
Oi, oi. Shall we play 15 to 1? Yeah, we will. Yeah. Yare Jegbafume of Cerebral Assassins. Matthew Melalu of Malulu's FC. Philip Cairns of Change Name FC. Daniel Mantle of Mental Dandies FC. Nicholas Morgan of Supermarket Sweepers. Jonathan Wolfe of Fairytale Erotica. Marcus Ellard of Wedding Crashers FC. And Peter Everill of Evil FC are all here today to play football's 15 to 1 with your host, Mr. Bradley James. Why they haven't made a dance remix track of that, <laughs> I shall never know. However, we're going to play, we're going to have to play 8 to 1 because we haven't got 15 people here. Ooh. The way you play is, we will be testing your football knowledge. How this will work is there will be three rounds. In the first round, you will be given two lives. You will be asked two questions. If you answer a question wrong, you lose one of those lives. If you answer both of your questions wrong, you will be out of the game. If you proceed to the next round, you will get an extra life. And we'll cover that round when we get to it. Okay, everybody currently on three lives. First question to Yari Jegbafume. Who was the last English manager to win the top flight title? Oh, um, I think he's got the answer. Yes. Go for it. Howard Wilkinson. Correct. Bellaloo, which team has won the most FA Cups? Arsenal. Oh. Correct. I Phil, got one right. What, what year did the Premier League start? 91. Incorrect. 1992. <laughs> Mantle. Which team won the first FA Cup to be played at Cardiff's Millennium Stadium? Arsenal. Liverpool. Liverpool. Which Premier League team play at Bramall Lane? It's easy. Sheffield United. Correct. Jonathan Wolfe. Who is the highest scoring foreign player in Premier League history? Mo Salah. What? What? Incorrect. The answer is Thierry Henry. What's the matter with you, Johnny? Been <coughs> there for two years? Three years? Well, fuck me, man. <laughs> Marcus. If it's not Lester, he won't know. Against which team did Wayne Rooney score his first ever goal? It's frozen. <laughs> come on, this is a gimme. Liverpool? Oh, come on, man. Incorrect. <laughs> oh, well, this is going to be a really hard one, isn't it? <laughs> I can tell by the fact that you're laughing before you say it. <laughs> Marcus, the answer was Arsenal. Pete, which player holds the record for the most goals in consecutive Premier League games? Oh, such an easy one. That's easy. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. You I, know this I one. know this one. <laughs> um, Stop asking Sean, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Rude Van Nistelrooy? Incorrect. Jamie Vardy. Oh, you remember that whole thing three yeah. years ago? Yeah. Was it against United? He scored. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was watching back. that. Yare, this to stay in the game. Ah, which two non-English clubs have played in the Premier League? Oh, I know this. Um, non-English. Swansea, Cardiff. Yeah. Yare, you're three minutes Well done, Yare. Melalu, who is the most expensive auction draft in? Ahad history. Mohamed Salah. 
Congratulations, Manalu. You're through to the next round. Phil, <laughs> Mario Kart decided the draft order of new drafters in season two. What console was it played on? Oh, I remember this. <laughs> Super Nintendo. Congratulations. You're through to the next round. Daniel Mantle, this is stay in the game. Who were the only team England beat in the group stages of the 2002 World Cup? Oh, I'm going to say... Romania. Daniel Mantle, thank you for playing. David Beckham scored a penalty against Argentina. Mm. Oh, I thought that was last 16. Ooh. Right through the middle. I thought that was last 16. You're wearing the shirt of that World Cup as well. <laughs> <laughs> Straight down the middle. Nicholas Morgan, <laughs> who were the first team to field a starting 11 that contained no English players? Oh, it's got to be. Probably, yeah. probably a foreign team. Chelsea. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, so gone for. Premier League team. All right, yeah. Jonathan Wolf. Yes, Bradley. Who <laughs> is the Premier League's all-time leading goal? <laughs> is it... Agbong or... <laughs> Agbong, I have to take your first answer. I'm is sorry. it Sergio Aguero? <laughs> That's also incorrect. Thank you for playing, Jonathan Wolf. It was Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer, mate. Marcus Ellard, who scored the first ever Premier League goal? That is a blood belt, isn't it? We're absolute corker. Um, Brian Robson. Oh, so close. Brian Dean. Marcus, thank you for playing. Oh, come on. That was hard. <laughs> that was fucking hard. Yeah, that was a tough. That's. That was brutal. Oh, tough, mate. Peter, which country did England beat on penalties in the 2018 World Cup? Oh, yeah. come on. Uh, Colombia. Oh, Peter's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of round one, we have five drafters who have made it through. They are Yare, who now has two lives. Melalu, who has three lives. Phil, who has two lives. Nick, who has two lives. And Pete, who has two lives. Oh, an easy one, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way this next round works is that you can either answer a question yourself and accrue points, or you can nominate someone else to answer a question to try and take away one of their lives. Ooh. I know who I'm hunting. You get 10 points per correct answer. Yare, we'll start with you. Harry Kane was the golden boot winner at the 2018 World Cup. Who is England's other golden boot winner? Easy. Oh, Michael Owen. Fucking hell, man. The answer was Gary Lineker. This was all in match of the day last Saturday night, so... Yeah. Matthew Melaloo. Who is Southampton's all-time top goal scorer? Ah, uh, fuck's sake, man. You give me give him the fucking easy one, though. His face suggests otherwise. I am going to nominate Peter Everett. You can't nominate. You've got to answer oh, it. Damn it! Um... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Danny Ings. What is your problem, mate? He's only just been there for a season. Matt Letizier. Phil. Nomination. Matthew Mialu. You don't get to nominate at this stage. No one's answered the question right. Oh, sorry, mate. Which Premier League team's mascot is Chirpy the Cockerel? Chirpy. Fucking hell. Um, Who is that? That's a, that's a tricky one, there. No, it's not. Current team. Which Premier League team's mascot is Chirpy the Cockerel? Uh, Norwich. Ooh, 
incorrect. The answer was Tottenham Hotspurs. What? Yeah. Really? No one's got a question right so far this. Chirpy the cockerel. Chirpy the cock. <laughs> Can I come back in the game? Nicholas Morgan. <laughs> I feel embarrassed with my two answers. Nicholas Morgan. Who is the oldest player to score at a World Cup? Ah, oh, I know this. Can you pass it to me? Go on. Fucking hell. Come on! He can't. Crespo. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Incorrect. Is the answer. Roger Miller. Roger Miller. Pete, how many teams were involved in the first ever Premier League season? Ooh. 22. Correct. Pete, question or nominate? I will nominate Mantle. <laughs> He's out. He's out. <laughs> yeah. I will nominate Melaloo. Oh, no, I will nominate Nick Morgan. Fuck off. No, I'm not oh. Phil Carnes. <laughs> Phil Carnes, let me go after Phil. <laughs> Phil. Yeah. Who has scored the most Premier League goals for one club? Um, that's an easy one. Uh, Shearer. Oh, Phil Cairns, thank you for playing. The answer was Wayne Rooney. Rooney. Oh, that surprises me. I thought it'd be Thierry Henry. That's what I thought as well. Question or nominate? Wayne Rooney has 183 goals for Manchester United. Thierry Henry has 175. I'll nominate Yare. <laughs> Yare. Who missed a penalty in the opening ceremony of USA 94? Oh, I remember this. Who missed a penalty? Missed a penalty. Oh, this no. is a good one. This is a good one. Dabber Shuker. Yeah, all right, thank you for playing. The answer was Diana Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're down to our final round. Our final star, Matthew Melaloo, who has two lives. Nicholas Morgan, who has one life. And Peter Everall, who has two lives. <laughs> I got, is this gonna, if, if I go out, this is potentially the quiz that decides who wins the actual draft. <laughs> Isn't you're it? currently on 10 points Melalu has 0 points and Nicholas Morgan has 0 points nonsense Peter you still have control of the board question or nominate nominate Matthew Melalu Matthew in 2009 Darren Bent's winning goal against Liverpool for Sunderland had deflected off of what oh, oh for god's sake like oh freaking easy ones man <laughs> Yari they're only easy if you know the answer mate um was it a bird the answer was a beach ball. Oh. Peter, question or nominate? <laughs> After that, I've got to nominate Melaloo again, haven't I? Oh, they, what's fair about that? Come on, mate, spread it out. <laughs> it's a Melaloo. game, mate. It's a game. Spread it out. <laughs> Which drafter had the first ever pick in the Are You Having a Draft draft? Marcus Ellard. Correct. Robin Van Persie. I wouldn't have known that. Melaloo, question or nominate? I'm going to nominate that fucker Peter Everall. <laughs> Uh, this will be a really easy question, though. You watch. This, all right, Marcus. Friends. <laughs> Give me an easy one. <laughs> Which was the first side in the English top flight to record an unbeaten season? Uh, Arsenal, the Invincibles. Incorrect. The answer was Preston North End. Melaloo. Question or nominate? I nominate Nicholas Morgan, because I'm fair. <laughs> Nicholas, which team has conceded the most total goals in the Premier League era? Ooh. Oh, I know this one. I'd go, uh, yeah. I, I, think I, I know who I'd go with. 
Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> West Ham. <laughs> the answer was Everton. Nicholas Morgan, thank you for playing. Fuck. Oh. Mel. That's We're down to our last two finalists. Mel wins the league. Mel wins the draft. They both have a whopping 10 points each. How much do you lose if you lose a question? You lose a life, mate. <laughs> What's the points got to do with anything? That's how you well, win. If you answered a bunch of questions yeah. right. Oh, yeah. And then got out, but the other person had <laughs> no, no points. You'd still win the game if they didn't get as many points as you. Good. Pete's really struggling with isolation. Melaloo, question or nominate? I'm going to nominate Peter Everill. Peter. Yeah. The record loss for a home team in the top flight is 9-0. Name the losing side. Uh, Southampton. Correct. Ooh. Question or nominate? Do you like them apples? Nominate. <laughs> I'm going to nominate Matthew Melaloo. Matthew. Yes, Bradley. <laughs> I can't believe this question's come up, but it's only fair. <laughs> I swear this has come up randomly. Okay, Matthew, your question. Who was the second ever pick in draft? <laughs> it was me old mucker, Leighton Baines. Correct. <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> question or nominate? I'm going to nominate Peter Everill. <laughs> Peter, American Express sponsors which Premier League team? I believe they also sponsor their stadium, and I'm going to go for Brighton Hove Albion. That's correct. Damn it, I actually and, knew that one. And Hove Albion. Peter, question or nominate? Uh, I'm going to it's the safest to nominate. Nominate. <laughs> Who did Melaloo pick as captain this season? <laughs> <laughs> Melaloo. Which Arsenal player scored a goal in the final of France 98? Thierry Henry. The answer was Emmanuel Petit. Matthew Melu, thank you for playing. Oh. Peter Apple, you are today's champion of 15 stroke 8 to 1. Well done. Well done, Pete. Well done, Pete. That was pure skill. There we have it, Marcus. A quarantine episode of Are You Having a Draft? The wonders of modern technology have managed us all pretty much to get together and share another episode, which is brilliant. It's quite impressive. We had quite the turnout for this episode. I'm very, very happy. Good. Yeah, because no one had to go anywhere. <laughs> and no one's working. <laughs> and that's no really one good. had an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to be brushing up on your football knowledge for the next 15 to 1? I am going to have to. I feel like some people got luckier with their questions than others. Just you know, going to say it. You do know that football started prior to 2016, though, just to... Yes, I do. And this is the thing. There's some people that would really like to go on about that. But I do know that football started before 2016. And I was a big fan. I always have been of Leicester. Not that some people are going to listen. I want you to go and YouTube the first ever Premier League goal. I'm going to, actually. In fact, I'm going to do that. As soon as we finish this conference call, I'll get straight on it and have a watch. It's a lovely little header. It's against Man United as well. Douche. Oh, couldn't have happened against a better team. So, folks, something of an episode for you. For obvious reasons, it is slightly unorthodox. I imagine there'll be a few other slightly unorthodox episodes coming your way. We shall drip feed them to you. But it's good to keep everyone on their toes. So keep an eye out on social media and we'll surprise you with some Isolation insights. Oh, you're going to surprise us, <laughs> <that>, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll try.
<laughs> just before we go, we should say thank you. We'll start off with the man, with the plan. He's making this happen right now. Matthew Melalu, thank you very much. Thank Matthew you, Matthew. Pleasure, boys. Also, we'd like to thank our wonderful composer, the brilliant CJ Pandit. CJ! Who else have we got, Bradley? We should also say thank you to Kate Bellamy at kate.made.this for the artwork, as well as Will Coburn for the photography at Will Coburn with one L. Thanks, Will. Also, we'd like to thank, especially at these tough and unpredictable times, our friends and hosts, the wonderful people over at ACAST. Ooh, especially our ACAST friends. Ooh, podcast friends. But seriously, thanks, ACAST. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there we have it. And until next time, drop safe, baby. Turns out Ed Norton was Tyler Durden. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.